Hello, hello, hello everyone. How are we doing? Welcome back to Life Short Bitch, the podcast where we are changing the narrative. If this is your first time here for some reason, one, welcome. Welcome to the gang. Um, I'm very stressed at the moment. No, this is a self-help kind of podcast. That's so funny that that's like my word vomit was, oh my god, I'm so stressed. Because <laughs> like, if you're new here, like I want you to know, this podcast is not perfect. This is po- perfect. This podcast is all about trying to better ourselves, going along the journey with each other, trying to share advice with each other, and most of the time me just ranting away because I feel like that is what I do best and I feel like I have a lot of opinions. If you could see my setup right now, you would be laughing at me. I am lent against my bed with the pillow behind my back. I don't have a desk in my room, but I really wanted to sit in my room and not downstairs in like our little office. I'm at home, by the way. I'm officially moved out of uni. I want to cry. I mean, I have been crying a lot. Um, When you're listening to this, I'm finally in Bali. I know I can finally shut up about it. Um, I can't wait. When I'm filming this, it's currently Sunday. I go on Wednesday, which sounds like a long time, but it's Monday and Tuesday because we go Wednesday really early, early. Um, And I have so much to do. I've got four podcasts to film. I think I've got three meetings. I've got like three ads to do. I need to pack. Like I've just got a lot to do and it is completely all my own phone. I've I've also got like 30 Depop parcels to pack, write addresses on and obviously ship. So I'm sat here with a a bottle of rosé, a glass of rosé. So I can't do an ASMR, but I can do a... Did that? Was that a nice... Cheers. No, it wasn't, was it? What about this? No, okay. No, they're all awful noises. Just know I'm sat here with a glass of rosé. I was so stressed, I could not think of anything better than just sitting here and talking to a mic because one it ticks one thing off my to-do list but it also feels like procrastinating which is like a disgustingly lovely combination that I can sit here do what feels like procrastinating but I'm actually not that's how you know you've made it isn't it, actually that's how you know you live to work not work to live I'm sat here feeling what feels like I'm procrastinating and I'm actually just ticking off my to-do list if you are not new here you know the drill every four weeks let me if you know let me know if you think these are too often if they should be like every six because I feel like I'm doing these every week like they come around so quickly also how the fuck oh why did I pretend I didn't swear then I went fuck and then I went oh it's because I'm in my parents house like my home home so I swore and we don't do that in this house so that felt very wrong but yeah um how the fuck how the fuck do we have 12 podcast episodes like when did that happen since when have I been doing this for like three months for 12 weeks that is not okay um anyway yes we're doing an advice session so i'm very excited i've got a rose we're gonna chat but first you know the drill we're gonna talk about what we're grateful for so obviously i've just moved out of uni which i am not at all grateful for because i've cried and cried and cried and cried but i am very very grateful and i say all the time for my friends there but also just like the three years i had i feel like if you've been watching my youtube recently or watching my youtube recently listening to the podcast like i've been talking a lot about how i'm just like just really grateful for the whole uni experience and i feel like i've learned a lot and um it's a really really weird bittersweet one because like i'm not grateful i finished uni but i really really am because i feel like i've been waiting for it for ages like i'm so ready to take that next step in my life but now that i'm here i'm also like oh am i like it's 
is it, am I, am I scared? Maybe I am scared. It's like scary, but not scary. Like I find it really exciting and I can't quite believe it's here. And every 10 minutes I have to remind myself that I am in fact now 21 and I'm not 19 and I don't know how I'm not 19. I don't know how I'm not 16, but we won't get onto that. I am 19. Uh, I would like the last two years of my life back. And that's that. I need to get a wax. I don't know why I said that out loud. Maybe I should have brought a bottle of rosé because this rosé is going down lovely. Um, I think I'm going to film my next podcast episode like straight after this potentially. I'm going to do like a hot summer, hot girl summer habits thing. Um, it's not going to be that long. I just want to talk through some things that I want to focus on while I'm in Bali. Like how I'm going to turn this summer into my kind of version of a hot girl summer. Um, so look forward to that. That should be not the next episode. The next episode is so exciting. But the episode after that. Anyway, I feel like these things that I'm grateful for turn into like a catch up on my life. I am so grateful that I I don't know if I've ever said this before. I'm so unbelievably grateful that I now am doing YouTube full time. Oh my God. No, I'm so grateful for like an opportunity that's just come up. Guys, if you haven't listened to my law of attraction um, episode, go and listen to it. Also, let me know if you want a part two and what you would want in it. I said to my mum, right? Okay. Podcast exclusive. Okay. Are you ready? I said to my mum uh, a while ago. I'm not sure when, maybe in like January, way before I finished uni, way before any, anything. Um, I was going to say something, but I I haven't said that anywhere on the internet yet. So I'm not going to say it. Um, I just said to my mum, basically, I want to do a solo travel trip this summer. And I'm kind of really thinking about going to Greece. And I was kind of thinking I'm going to go for like a month, but now I've obviously got a few trips planned. I said to her originally, like maybe like two weeks by myself. Um, and I had loads of, loads of Airbnbs saved podcast exclusive i have my technically second but the first one isn't one honey p confirmed yet it like is completely confirmed it's not booked but like it's completely confirmed and we've got the date for when we're going to book it but like i've got my hopes up before so until it's booked it's not happening in my eyes but this is booked i'm pretty sure and it's so weird because basically i'm going on my first proper like travel brand deal situation so i went to malta with party hard but um I don't know because like a lot of my friends are like in with party hard and stuff it didn't feel like I don't know it didn't feel like I really earned it you know what I mean like the team are so fun and they're so lovely like it kind of felt like really friendly not like less professional I don't know if this is going to come across wrong but like I don't know I kind of messaged them I was like hey do you still want to work together this summer and they were like yeah cool do you want to come next week and I was like okay fine like cool see you there and it was like the best week ever and everything was so friendly but I feel like I kind of like worked for this one a bit more like my manager had a few meetings with them and stuff and they really like me and they might potentially want to work long term. So I'm going on a trip with them. And basically the first date they wanted me to go, I couldn't go. And then the second date they wanted me to go, I couldn't bring a plus one because they just didn't have like enough spaces left. I think the way they do it is set aside said amount of tickets for influencers or whatever. And like I would have been taking the last one. So there wasn't another one to give me, um, which means I'm going on a solo travel Greece trip. Well, not solo travel because there'll be other people there. Um, the way it's like formed, I'll be with people. But isn't that just crazy? So I'm unbelievably grateful that's come through. Um, I get so distracted so easily. Yes, I'm so, so grateful for that. And I can't wait for that. I can't. I'm just so grateful for this summer, man. I feel like this summer is going to be the best summer ever. I really feel like my life is kind of just about to take off. And I've said this so many times before, you're probably bored of me. But this is why I want to do the hot girl summer video because like I just want to talk more about like what I want to do with my time this summer 
Okay, one more thing that I'm grateful for. Let's try and make it niche. This rose is brilliant, but I'm not going to say that because it's fresh out of a bottle. I didn't even make it. What am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? Nice and niche. Nice and niche. Um, I really need to think about these more. Niche things you're grateful for are hard on the spot, aren't they? Like They shouldn't be as hard. Have you seen that TikTok of a guy that goes up to a guy and he's like, what do you like about yourself? And he was like, fuck, this shouldn't be that hard. Um... what's happened this week I'm really grateful but this is again it's like family I'm really grateful my dad came all the way up to Leeds my dad drove to and from Leeds in one day literally 10 hours driving probably about 11 12 hours driving just to take some of my stuff out of my uni home and like help me bring my desk up and stuff so I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm really grateful for that because this week wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for my dad so shout out dad love you but I can't really say I'm grateful for my dad because that's not very niche but regardless I'm very grateful for my dad and my mum's been a huge help this week like unpacking and stuff so can I say that? Yeah, because I'm saying what I'm grateful for that they've done, not my parents. So that counts. Okay, we're going to go on to advice. I've got some scenarios. I've got some general Q's and A's. Did I screenshot them? Yes, I did. Let's go straight in there. Oh, advice on how not to feel guilty when you're not productive. I always feel awful when I take a day off. So my last episode was about burnout. Oh yeah, I want to film a... Oh, should I film? Interesting. I want to film a habit cult- habit culture. That's not what it's called. Hustle culture episode kind of about this because I think I very much value my self-worth or my productivity but how not to feel guilty about it I think you have to a saying I really like is you can't pour from an empty cup so if you're really burnt out and you're not very you're just tired and you can't be productive you're not going to get any decent work done you have to go and refuel and refill your cup to be able to start pouring again and I feel like that kind of like metaphor sentence whatever you want to call it in itself kind of shows you why you shouldn't feel guilty about it because it's impossible to always be productive I'm not going to give you tips and tricks and whatever because I could talk about self-care till the cows come home go and listen to my burnout episode for things you should be doing to refill your cup that wasn't your question so I'm really going to try and stay on topic this episode I probably won't but you know we'll see um You need to not feel guilty because you need to understand that it's impossible. It's impossible. If we could be productive and hardworking 24-7, do you not think it would come more easy to like everyone? It's impossible. You cannot fill, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So go and take time to fill your cup because you don't want to be producing shitty half-assed work, which I have been a victim to many times. A victim to is probably not the right word. I have done so many times. I've been, I feel like it might happen with these next few podcast episodes and I'm really upset about myself because it's me being like pre-burnt out and then not working hard because I'm not doing, because I am tired and then that resulting in not having enough time, that resulting in bad work. Whereas if I just managed my time properly from the get-go, I wouldn't have been tired and I wouldn't have been whatever, whatever, whatever. So just know that you feeling guilty and trying to push, 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 push is going to leave you in a much worse position and potentially make you feel way more guilty when you have to take a week, a few days, a day off than just taking a few hours off every day and two days off a week for the weekend or something maybe. Just know you're going to end up in a worse place and just keep reminding yourself that you cannot pour from an empty cup. How to not constantly worry if you're making the right decisions for the future, for jobs, etc. Let me just take a sip of rosé. I've got a question. What is your guys's? go to drink also are any of you like completely sober i'd love to know that 
my boyfriend was like, I want to go sober again. And I was like, do you know what? I love the idea of it. And I've always thought I'd love to like not drink for a bit and like see, but I don't drink that frequently anyway. And something like this, like I do love a glass of rosé. I do love a little gin moment, a little cocktail, not really a cocktail, actually. I love a, oh yeah, a cocktail, but not like a porn star, like a nice something or other. Um, Occasionally. I don't go out, I don't get loads, like drunk loads, I don't go out clubbing, I don't really even go out to bars. So if I'm sitting in a nice environment, I'm going to have me a glass of rosé. Um, anyway, I said I was going to stay on tangent. That was not on tangent. How to not worry um, about you if you're making the right decisions. I think this goes back to kind of like my first ever episode on changing the narrative. Who said, like, who said what was the right decision? Who said that decision was wrong and that decision was right? Who said buying a house with the money you have, like putting down a deposit, was right and not even going traveling because that's like life experience. Let's say something like silly materialistic, like going and buying a whatever pound bag is wrong or right. Yeah, one of them seems more responsible. Yes, one of them is financially maybe a bit more clever, but who said being financially clever was the right thing to do? If something makes you happy and it's what you want to do and you're not stupid, like if you've got a hundred pound left in your bank account, obviously the probably right decision isn't to spend it all so you can't eat tomorrow like I'm not talking about basic human needs obviously they are the right decision to make because well they are needs to survive so they are the correct decisions to make but in terms of the future the job the this the that you don't know what's right or wrong good and bad things can come from any situation possible you could take your dream job and I guarantee you it will not be all rainbows and sunshine and butterflies there will be some bad things that happen but you might not notice them as much because you're so focused on how you got your dream job and that's great but as well you could get your like worst job ever and I bet something really great could happen from it you could meet a really good friend but you might not focus on that because you're so focused on the fact that you've gone into the wrong job and or in quotations, the wrong job, not your favourite job, not the job you would have preferred. I think we need to seriously let go of wrong, right, good, bad labels. Like I said, in basic human needs and like the foundation of like relationships and stuff, obviously there are good and bad and technically right or wrong. Like don't hurt people. Harming people and doing something for your benefit that's going to really harm other people is wrong. Um, You know, the laws, they are wrong or right breaking the law is wrong but I mean in terms of should I move to that city should I take that job should I speak to that girl at work like there is no wrong or right you don't know what's going to come from any situation so stop just stop labeling them right so and that's how you'll stop worrying if you stop giving things such big right wrong good bad labels you will find yourself so much more calm I obviously still think Yeah, that was a good decision to make. That was that. But the, as in, I still say right, wrong, good, bad. Them, them, what's the word? Adjectives, words, whatever, are still in my vocabulary. Obviously, I use them. But I don't give them such... Oh, that's nice ASMR. I don't give them such meaning, such... They don't hold so much power. That's the word. They don't, um, yeah, hold as much power in my vocabulary now. So... If something that I wanted to happen didn't happen, in quotations, the good outcome, 
and the bad outcome happened in quotations, I no longer am like, oh, that's really bad. That's wrong. That's this. That's that. Like, I didn't get a plus one for my trip. That's the bad outcome in some people's eyes. You know, that's the less preferred option. But I no longer see it as bad. I'm like, I could meet a friend of a lifetime on that trip. Oh, my brother's ringing me. God's sake. Wait a minute. A discount code or a uni days code. And I was like, I'm filming a podcast. Go and download Karma. Link in my video. <laughs> Um, and see it for yourself. And he's like, oh, you check. No, go and you do it. I'm busy. Um, <laughs> normally I would, but it's currently 20 to 9 and I need to film this podcast. If I have one distraction, that'll be me. Like I said, so easily distracted. Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, I'm not allowed a plus one. Um, so I could see that as bad. You know, I could worry, is it the right decision to go on this trip? Am I going to be really, really lonely? Is this going to happen? Whatever. Did them thoughts go once? Oh, am I going to be lonely? I was like, yeah, or it's actually really, really weird, actually, because it's one of them things. It's like uh, when you focus on the good, the good gets better and something that I've used used to have to really, really actively try, like the theory of um, people don't annoy you like you annoy yourself, like you are annoyed. You annoy yourself at that person's reaction. They didn't annoy you. They simply acted and you reacted and your reaction was annoyed. That's something I've really had to work on and I'm still working on. But changing the narrative in situations like that now comes really easy to me. And I'm actually really grateful for that because I, it's until I have to sit and reflect like this, I don't realise. Like, I was like, oh, should I? For a minute, actually, I didn't say, should I, should I, should I go? I was, I always would have gone. But in my head, I was like, oh, that's going to be a bit awkward. Am I going to be sharing a room with someone? Like, am I, what? Like, can you ask who's going? And then I was like, yeah, but you could go have the best time ever, meet a bunch of new people who could be working with this same travel company. They're clearly like-minded girls or boys because they're all working with this travel company. You're all going on a thing like this. You're all in the same job. There could be other people on the boat who aren't even in the same job. That Oh, I just gave away a spoiler. Um, oh, I won't say. Um, do you know what I mean? Choose to look at the good. And that's how you won't worry about making the wrong or right decision. Eliminate wrong or right. There are simply two outcomes, both equally as good, bad, wrong, right as each other. And just try to focus on the good things that could come from it. It's funny because I'm saying don't give good, bad, so much pressure. But um, you know what I mean. Don't take everything so literally. Okay. Oh, wait, I've lost my things now. I've lost all my questions. Um, Oh, no, I was on photos, wasn't I? Okay. Final year uni student who thinks they failed the module. How do I chill out to the results? Okay, I'm just going to... A quick little... That's the same thing, isn't it? You could sit there. I failed, I failed, I failed, I failed. What am I going to do when I failed? Or you could just be like, cool, it's out of my hands now. Imagine if I've passed. Imagine if I've done really well. You may as well think positively or think neutrally until then. It's out of your hands now. The only thing you can do is think positively or just forget about it. Best way to deal with bad days in relationships. So I thought this was really interesting because I wanted to mention kind of how often in these bad days, because obviously people have bad days in relationships, right? Even the best couples argue. Couples that are meant to be together argue. It's inevitable. Um, but if these bad days, I would say, are more than 20% of the time, even that's a lot. So what, we're seeing each other 10 days and two of the days we argue 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 i'm thinking two of two out of the 10 days we have a bad day six really bad days a month 
I feel like that's quite a lot. One, one or two bad days a month. Is that me being, I don't know, idealistic? Is that realistic? I feel like six bad days a month is quite a lot. Anyway, basically what I want to say was evaluate how many bad days there are and see if they kind of sit, if they're, if it's an appropriate amount. I just basically want to say, I hope you're okay and I hope there aren't too many bad days because if there are, please eliminate yourself from that situation because that's not okay. Um, But best ways to deal with bad days, I think the quicker you can, if it's a bicker or an argument or something or other, the quicker you can nip it in the bud and just move on. Because I feel like if you're in a relationship where you kind of know it's a bicker or they've done something that has genuinely annoyed you or whatever, and they've said sorry and you're holding a grudge or they haven't said sorry, the quicker you just communicate, get it over with, forgive and forget, if it's relative, if it's, you know, like I said, one one off if you know you're going to be together like if everything else in the relationship is spick and spam the quicker you just communicate and get it over and done with like the quicker you can get back to just being like perfect couple because I feel like you obviously know like I'm sure there's people in relationships that know they're like married people like they know that you're gonna they're gonna get over it you know or people who know they're gonna get married or just in a really strong relationship you know this isn't gonna make you break up so you may as well just communicate and get on with it and know that bad days don't last forever just like bad days in everything it's a bad day not a bad life it's a bad day not a bad relationship sometimes absolutely sometimes because sometimes if it's a bad day it can also be a bad relationship so please reflect and evaluate appropriately but if it's an argument a silly bicker just the quicker you can nip it in the bud and be done with it you're gucci what to do if you're feeling overwhelmed on a night out sip of my rosé little sound plastic don't they maybe it's my nails because they're not um i have felt like this a few times actually you know i went through a weird period of my life this wasn't a night out in year 10 or 11 ish maybe when we were kind of a little bit drinky drinky poos not too much that was disgusting um and i can't really remember why i'm sure if i reflected and looked at the time period i can't remember how old i was year 10 11 maybe I was just a bit sad um and I would find myself going to events not wanting to be there and like my brother picking me up um or at concerts gigs like festivals extremely overwhelmed in a crowd lifted over the barrier lovely spent seven hours queuing to be in the front row for nothing or just even on a night out like it, it has happened to me quite a lot and I think the thing is it's hard because you need to be strong enough to just be like cool I'm I'm going now because that is what you need to do or just step outside have a minute hopefully you've got I've always kind of except for like one party in my head but it was my fault because one I kind of went as like my I knew my friendship group weren't going but I was like friends with the rest of them so I wanted to go um so there was no one there I felt close enough to like confide in and be like, oh, I'm not feeling great. So that was my fault. But hopefully you've got people with you who are nice enough to be like, I'm not I'm not feeling great. Do you mind if we step outside for a minute? You can calm down. And if you can't calm down, just leave. It is so okay to leave. 
in situations that you don't want to be in? Why would you stay in a situation that is making you feel awful, is making you feel worse, is making you feel uncomfortable just because you think people might be upset if you leave? Because not in a way that people won't care if you leave. Like, I'm sure people be like, oh, that's a shame. But like, if they're your mates, they would rather you go home if you're also feeling shit. You know what I mean? Your friends don't want you to stay out and feel shit and feel uncomfortable and feel overwhelmed um, for the sake of them. And if they do, well, they're not very good friends then. But that's what I mean. If you're around the right people, it should be easy enough. If you're not, you just need to be strong enough or just run away. As long as someone knows where you are, the amount of times like me and my friends have run away from nights out or like that party, I'm pretty sure I said to the person whose party was like, sorry, I'm going to leave. But I didn't have it to say, like I didn't have it in me to say it to the rest of them. Like as long as someone knows where you are, whether that's, friends on the phone boyfriend on the phone parents on the phone as long as like you've gone out you share in your uber location with someone you can leave and explain to people in the morning oh sorry i went to the toilet couldn't find anyone so i just left oh i was really hungry i left oh i have work tomorrow i left oh i felt overwhelmed i left like you're allowed to leave situations you don't want to be in and i think just value yourself as much as you value the people there you don't want to leave them but you're happy to put yourself out for them. Treat yourself like someone you love. Treat yourself like your best friend. If that was your best friend, you'd take them out of that situation immediately. Take yourself out of that situation immediately. You don't need to be there. And the thing is, you might be thinking, oh, but I want to be there. I want to deal with being overwhelmed. When I'm out, like I said, okay, step yourself yourself outside, calm down. But ultimately, if nights out aren't your place and they make you feel overwhelmed, that's okay. Don't feel like you have to go. Don't let FOMO get the best of you just remove yourself from the situation and you'll be you'll I promise you you'll be okay like you don't have to join in on things that make you feel overwhelmed just for other people's approval because what other people's approval who like going out so you're just constantly 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 mixing with the wrong crowd because then the more you go out of them the closer you'll get to them the more FOMO you'll get the more you'll go out the more you'll feel overwhelmed don't go out go to some hobby and find your people that was a bit of a tangent, but yeah. Okay. Da, 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 da. Okay, this one says, um, I'm interested in hearing your tips on self-belief and how to battle imposter syndrome. I'm currently at uni studying a medical degree and I'm really struggling. In my first year of uni, I'm in five days a week, sometimes 8 till 6 p.m. Since I've been here, I've had many mental breakdowns. I often question whether I'm good enough to be here. I'm constantly surrounded by many great performers and it causes me to constantly compare myself and my body. Um, I find it really mentally draining. I have to look in the mirrors all day. She says she's got problems with acne. Um, Wants to make herself feel good because she knows she'll be looking in the mirror all day. I know I've got a lot of work to do on myself and I'm really curious to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Love you lots. I think you maybe have to get like to the root of where that's come from. Like, why do you think you're not good enough to be there? And then affirmation, affirmation, affirmation. You are worthy of being in that place more than like as well as the same amount as everybody else is there. You are no less worthy of that spot. You clearly got in because you're very, very good. Just confidence. Go and listen to my self-love and body confidence one with Charlotte because there'll be a lot of tips in there for this. Um... And I don't want to repeat too much for people who have listened to that. But I think affirmations can go a very, very long way for someone who's conscious and doesn't feel worthy. Just constantly telling yourself, 
I'm worthy of being here. Every time you look in the mirror, don't even say something nice. Just don't say anything mean. Every time I look in the mirror, again, it's become a weird habit of mine. I'll be like, oh God, stomach's a bit puffy. And I'll be like, no, you look great. And then I'll do a little pose that makes me feel good. Not like a pose, but like, I'll, you know, stand up straight or whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I look good. Like, I try and not say anything. But if I do, I always try and counter, like, counteract it, count, like, contradict it, say something positive. So maybe try that every time you catch yourself, even if it's fake, because you will eventually come to believe it. And that is a promise. If you're saying it enough, and like that, don't look in your, look at yourself in the mirror, if your shoulders down, bad posture, frown on your face, whatever. Shoulders back, smile at yourself. I'm sorry, I'm looking in a mirror now. Like, I'm sat opposite my mirror. I'm looking at myself, like, really feeling myself. Like, shoulders back, chin up. Yeah, you look good. Even if you've just gone, fucking hell, I look really shit today. Just smile. Yeah, you look fit. And then I promise you, you'll feel so, so much better. And also just knowing that you deserve to be there and keep telling yourself you deserve to be there because you do. And find out why you feel you don't. Did someone once tell you you don't? Or have you completely kind of made that up yourself? Why is it you think they're better than you just because they're somebody else? Because they're not. They're probably thinking it about you. Thinking, wow, I like that. Do you know what? That is a promise because... Everybody is so fucking focused on themselves. They probably haven't even realised if you're wearing makeup or not. And I'm not saying in that in as a way as nobody's looking at you. But nobody's looking at you in a comforting way. They're probably having a quick glance at you. Fuck me, she looks better than I do today. I look like this. I this. I've got this to do later. That Me, 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 me. Not in a selfish way, but that's just what we do. We're so consumed with our own lives. So consumed with our own confidence of people who are looking at us. What people think about us nobody is even looking at you like I promise and even if they are I've just chose to believe that (laughs) and it's a comforting feeling I do believe it I do genuinely actually believe it but also even if you don't really believe it just start telling yourself and you will eventually believe it because it's a comforting feeling think about it how many people do you go in and judge no one you've told me you sit here and you compare yourself to them so you're thinking only positive things of them So they're clearly doing the same thing about you. And I know that might be hard to believe if you're in a really low place with your self-worth. But it is really true. No one is more concerned about you and what you're doing than yourself. So take comfort in that and put some pride in your step. You deserve to be there. You are worthy and I'm sure you are absolutely wonderful. And it sounds like you're working really, really hard. So just stop discrediting yourself. I enjoy trying new things and going to different places, however, only when it's under my control and planning. How do I stress out less and let go of control, especially around meals, drinks out? I'm fully aware if I let go, I can live more life. Um, I just want to start off by saying here, if you're stressed around meals or drinks out and it's something that's like maybe a bit of disordered eating, I am absolutely in no place to give you any advice on that. There are people much more qualified or even more qualified through lived experience on Instagram and stuff and if it is a bit of like a OCD kind of disorder like I just want to rule out two things like off the bat before I start giving advice because we all know here I am absolutely no professional but yeah if it's either of them maybe get some like if it's a really really like a real stress not just like I would rather plan it because that is me like with this whole Bali trip I have planned our route just because I get stressed other people might not or I get stressed that I don't know I just like to take control but I know it's nothing major like I know it's nothing I need to seek help for like if 
Gabby was like, I don't, I want to go here for three days and sent in an accommodation and booked it. Like I would be okay with it. But do you know what I mean? I just want to say if it's something like more than just a little bit of a stress, please go and seek some more professional, better help. But in terms of letting go in a more, what's the word? Uh, what's the word? Oh my God. Am I, maybe I shouldn't film podcasts nine o'clock at night with a glass of rosé. Like, less... I'm actually... What? I feel like sometimes I'm really articulate and then other times I literally can't even form a sentence. Less, like, less stressy, let's just say, in a in a more controllable way, you know? Um, I think... So my therapist says to me, to get, like, over whatever it is you're scared of or whatever, you have to prove to yourself that nothing wrong is going to happen. So I turn around to your friend and be like, do you mind if you pick where we eat tonight? Just something really easy. Or do you mind where we get a coffee today? Do you mind picking where we go on a walk or what we listen to in the car? Start giving um, little... What? Start, like, delegating things to people. Not delegating because you're still controlling it. But do you know what I mean? If someone has... uh, What is actually wrong with me? Sorry, I feel like I need to take a break. I feel like I've just filmed an hour podcast. Like This is what I'm like after I film an hour podcast. If someone suggests something, just go with it and see what happens. And I promise you nothing bad will come from it. And don't try and point out bad things either because then you'll leave me like, I told you so. You know, there was a queue and then like they didn't have the food that I wanted. Like nothing bad happened. I went, I had a good time and I had a meal and I went home. Do you know what I mean? Like don't try and point out bad things because then you're just trying to prove to yourself that you were right. Just start letting other people choose what you do in a really subtle way like that. Where you're gonna go to eat? What what film you're gonna watch? What music you're gonna listen to? Where you're gonna go for a day out? Just start letting other people do it because then you're gonna prove to yourself that there's nothing to worry about and that fear that you have is it's not needed. There's no reason for it. It's okay. Letting people control things about your life is actually fine and nothing bad is gonna come from it. I got a dream job. Dot dot dot. But in a different city. Two hour flight. To my six-year long-distance boyfriend. We've done long-distance before for two years and I hated it so much. I don't know if I can do it again. (laughs) Help me because we'll both be working and be super busy and I don't know how to navigate it. It's one of them things you've just got to weigh up, isn't it? What's more important? And like I said earlier, there's no wrong or right. People might be like, choose the job. People might be like, you have to choose your boyfriend. If you choose your job over a boyfriend, that's fine. That's not wrong. That's not right. If you choose your boyfriend, you don't want to leave your boyfriend because you think you're going to get married and you really, really love him. That's not wrong either. I, like, uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, you've got to choose because six years, I don't know, that's hard, isn't it? Um, Obviously, see if there's a way you can make both work. Can he come? Can whatever? How often? Because you see each other. You've just got to weigh up the pros and cons. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you to do either or because only you know. Do you know what you should do? I always tell people to do this. Flip a coin. Heads, you go. Tails, you don't. Bring Heads you go what what was your initial reaction in your heart because i think you'll notice when you flip that coin in your head you'll be going tails 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 oh i've got to stay yes or you go heads 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 heads, and it like ends up being heads and you're like oh fuck i don't want to go you'll know not as in flip a coin and there's your answer flip a coin and see your reaction on it because you'll always notice you've got a subtle lean towards one way or the other trust me there always is um so I would do that. 
decide if you're moving away or not on the flip of a coin. No, on your reaction to the flip of a coin. And remember, there's no wrong or right. Okay, don't give either or such pressure. Which one is a little more, makes your heart a little bit more happy? Make the thought of it makes you smile a bit more. Do you just want to stay with your boyfriend? Does the thought of that make you smile a bit more? Because if so, that's okay. And that's actually really beautiful. And if you, oh, I really want to try that job. Go and try it for a year. If you don't like it, you can always just move back. I always say things aren't definite. Things aren't final. You know, there's no need to, I'm going to go this job and I can never come home and I've got proof to everyone that I can do this job. No, go and do it. And if you don't like it, fly home. Quit. That's okay. Try things. If, don't, if they don't work, cool. But, yeah, I think you've got to figure out which one makes your heart a little bit happier. I need... Oh, I thought this was really interesting. I need your advice on how to stop being a dreamer and actually do things. It's almost like I have so many plans and goals in my head on how to improve my life. Plans, travel, glow up, productivity, etc. But I can't actually follow through with any of it. I could lie in bed for hours thinking about it, make loads of to-do lists, and I even get really excited about it. But nothing ever seems to materialise. I'm much more of a dreamer than a doer, and I need your advice on how to get out of my head and live in the real world. I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with being a dreamer, but I am much like you in the sense of, like, work. I am a planner. I would say in uni, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this that day, this that day. I couldn't start work until I had a plan. And one day my uni teacher just kind of said to me, she was like, all you do is plan, you don't do. And I was like, oh, fuck. So now I really self-reflect every time I'm making a plan. Is this plan productive? And when does this plan start? A quick to-do list of what I'm going to do today and let's get started. I don't need to always be planning six, seven, eight weeks in advance because then you're just procrastinating. But I think there's nothing wrong with being a dreamer. But like you said, you need to act on it. So take one of the things you want to do. You said plans, travelling, glow up, productivity. Plans. Plan a plan for tomorrow and do it. Plan a travel and stick to it and do it. Book it. Like you just have to do one of them. There's not much more than that. I don't think you need to get out of your head and get in the real world. You need to evaluate and prioritise and do the plans and the things that make you the happiest and are at the top of your list, like your top priorities, but you don't need to get out of your head. I think the world needs more dreamers. I think people don't dream enough. I am a big fat dreamer. But um, like you said, the thought of that makes me really excited. So I've been a dreamer the last three years with like travel, travel, travel. And now that I've got the opportunity, I'm running with it. Just do it. If you've got all these plans, like, what is it? Like, in six months, you would have wished you started today. You know, you don't want to waste another day planning, dreaming. Go and do. Otherwise, in six months, all of these fun plans that make you really excited, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have done any of them. And isn't that a shame if you've got them all and you have, if you have the means to do it, obviously? Um, maybe find out why, because there's obviously something holding you back. Let me sip. There's obviously a reason you're not being a doer. What's holding you back? Is it funds? Is it the means? Do you not have the means to do these plans? If you don't, make plans that are in your means and then you'll feel more accomplished. And then once you do them, you'll have that bit of fire in you that you actually are a doer and you can save or do whatever it is you need to do to do that other plan. Find out why you're not. Try and do some journaling. What's holding you back? Try and journal and really think, what is it that's holding me back? Why am I not doing that? Because there is a reason. Are you scared? Are you just scared to go and do it? Because that is probably it and that is okay. But the only way, like I said earlier, that you're going to get out of that scare and that fear 
is proving to yourself that it's actually okay, which means going and doing it. The only advice really to this is just do it like Nike. Find out why you're not doing it and tackle it and then go and do it because I'm sure we've all been there. Gym is such a good example for most people. Um, I really want to get into the gym. I want to get fit. I want to do this. I want to be able to lift this much weight or lose this much weight or whatever in two weeks, four weeks, six months. We've still not started. And imagine if you would have. Do everything you do for your future self because they'll be really, really happy. Um, I'm going to leave that there because that's actually everything I screenshotted. So I need to give you some mindful moments in a journal prompt, don't I? I think that could be a good journal prompt for everybody because I think everybody's got a plan. Everybody's got a dream. What's holding you back? Why aren't you doing it? Um, And I think you might all unlock something about yourself. What is holding you back? And our mindful moment this week... What have we had? Oh, a mindful moment. Is that a mindful moment? Yeah, it is. I want everyone, every time they look into the mirror, that's what I said earlier, try and not say anything negative at all. And if you do end up saying something negative, because, like, it slipped your mind that you're not... Sp- you know, sometimes you forget what you're supposed to be doing. Like, oh, I forgot I was supposed to start taking my vitamins every morning. Like, I just completely slipped my mind. So if you forget that you're not saying anything negative, and if you say it, I want every time you say something negative about a situation or yourself, I want you to count, like counteract it. Say something really nice and positive about it. And I think you'll find you'll have a wonderful week. I love you all so, so, so much. And I will see you next week with a very, very, very exciting episode about journaling with Lily from LSW Mindcards, which is who I did my event with. So there's a little podcast exclusive if you made it to the end. That is our guest for next week. I love you all so, so, so much. I'm going to go and finish my glass of rosé and I will talk to you next week. Bye. You're all wonderful and you're all worthy of a beautiful life. (laughs) Thank you.